When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This edition of Eagles Radio is brought to you by We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Coming up on this week's podcast, we'll be joined by Geelong mid-season draftee Mitch Hardy and Woodville West Torrens CEO Luke Powell. Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio with Paul Bonser and Rory Lehman. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. My name is Paul Bonzer. Alongside me tonight is the wonderful Mr. Rory Lehman. How are you? I'm good, Bonds. How are you, mate? It's been a great day. It's always good coming off a win. We know that. It is very good coming off a win. I've been good and... um, we got some big guests tonight. Some massive guests. Not in actual height, but in name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both shorter than us, I think. But anyway, uh, Mitch Hardy's coming up. Mitch Hardy. So, yes, picked up in the mid-season draft by the Geelong Cats last week. Yes, they very do exciting. Look, they love the Eagles, don't they? That's yeah. their third. Yeah. Yeah. The, so, the social media post of um, Sheeds announcing it at training and all you blokes jumping all over the top of him. That's just great vision. Yeah, I got my foot stood on in that too. Oh, so really? I was a bit a bit sour with it all, but no, no, it was it was unbelievable. And Sheets tried to uh tried to introduce it as is almost like yelling at Mitch saying, You missed that ground ball. No, nah, just kidding, you drafted. And everyone was like, mate, Mitch doesn't miss ground balls. What do you want about? So yeah, it was it was a good bit of fun. And then he dived though. out the way, the coach. Yeah, he was, dived out the way quicker than ever. He was scared of getting trampled on too. What about getting a hardball, yeah? Uh, Luke Powell, speaking of hardball gets, Luke Powell will be on the show, the CEO, the boss. Yes, CEO. So I better put my player hat on and uh, be very polite. I do some, want to go again next year. Got some <laughs> tough questions. We do have some tough questions. We've got some big questions, especially around when are these bricks going to be bought and put up? <laughs> I want the change rooms. Now, we're going to get to the results later in the show because Mitch Hardy's coming up very shortly. We're just trying to get in contact with him right now. But... Um, uh, it just we'll touch on the win. It was a really good win in probably the windiest game of footy I've seen for a while. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So it didn't really feel that bad on the outside. But when you ran out there and warmed up, um, it was blowing an absolute gale. It felt like pushing to that back pocket. And then it started to drift almost across the ground as the game went on, um, which made it very hard, especially with kicking. I mean, it's, it's hard enough to try pinpoint a 20-meter pass sometimes as it is, let alone with a blowing a gale. But no, the forwards did really well to convert, especially at the end, especially Dan Menzel with that yes. long 50-meter bomb. That was unbelievable. That is clutch. That It, it was an outstanding goal. And I, he marked outstanding it, goal. what, 45 out, and I heard Rowie yell out, you've got this, take your time, set shot. And I thought, that is trust. I loved that. Yeah. Absolutely loved it, Rowie. So shout out to Rowie for saying, have a shot, because if you had a missed, I would have been blaming him. I want to ask you about him later too. But we've got the man on the phone. He's brought to us by Good Life Health Clubs. Achieve your fitness goals at the Good Life Health Clubs. He was there on the Saturday uh, supporting the boys as well. I saw him walking around his Eagles gear. Mitch Hardy, welcome to Eagles Radio. Thanks, Bond. Thanks, Rawls. Appreciate it. What's happening, yeah. Hards? Uh, mate, hey. 
<laughs> you, you guys want to have a little bromance yeah, thing? Yeah, we'll a little bromance. Mate, I've just noticed it's popped up with Geelong midfielder already. I can't believe this. Has it really? They're very quick to forget. Yeah. <laughs> You're an Eagles midfielder, mate. Hey, uh... Ah, well, the Eagles midfield coach has already kicked me out of the group chat, mate. I just thought I'd put that oh, out there. Oh, wow. You're always welcome yeah, down yeah, back, mate. Wow, that's a yeah, bit rude. Thanks, mate. Now, you're obviously, uh, are, you, are you in Geelong right now, or, you, or when do you leave if you haven't left already? No, no, I've been and been and gone. I, um, yeah, obviously left sort of the the day after it all happened and got back on Sunday to support the boys and yeah, heading back to Geelong um, full time tomorrow. Unbelievable. So you find out what? Tell us about the lead in to the mid-season draft? Like, how far out do you know you're getting drafted? What's the process like? Are you talking to many clubs? Geelong talking to you? Are they making you go through a physical? Like, run us through probably that week before the draft. Yeah, it was, um, it was like sort of a bit of an initial meeting and then caught up with them for lunch and, you know, sort of just thought, you know, that, that was what it was. And, and then sort of, yeah, the, sort of the weeks progressed and, you know, played the state game. And then sort of after the state game, sort of that, that week, um, after that, you know, start to have like a, a psych assessment and, and, you know, just some, just some typical things that they, I guess, would like to tick off. And, and then, yeah, it all started to get sort of a little bit more real the, um, you know, the week leading into to Wednesday last week. And, you know, you know, they started to have, you know, a few more interviews and, and catch ups and, and yeah, did, did a physical on, on the Wednesday. And, and then, yeah, sort of all just sort of happened from there, which was, which was pretty cool. Were they the only club that were interested, Mitch? Yeah, they were the only ones that, that I um, yeah really had uh, chat to sort of throughout that period. So yeah. Well, they're the only smart ones, obviously. Uh, do you? <laughs> so so have you had a training session yet at uh, down at Geelong? Yeah, yeah. Got into it straight away. Um, got over yeah. Got over there on the Thursday and, and met with a few people and went out for dinner with the boys and a few of the boys there and then yeah on the Friday sort of got into it and, and had a training run, like a captain's run with them um, on the sort of Friday midday. And then on Saturday morning, I had had a bit of a run around with a couple of the boys that were sort of coming back from injury as well. So, yeah, had a, had a few good runs around and, and got to meet everyone. So, yeah, it's been really good. Who did you have dinner with? Um, when I got there, I had dinner with Jeb Hughes, uh, Tommy Atkins, Jack Henry, Grime Myers, Gustavo Radagalia, and Shannon Neal. That's it. Keep wheeling off those names, mate. Just forget all about it. Yeah, was I know. It, <laughs> was it true at the Seton, so you've been drafted Wednesday night, we've gone out for dinner to celebrate Mitch Hardy getting drafted at the Seton. Two minutes in, you've got up and gone, sorry, boys, it's Paddy, and taken a phone call from Paddy Dangerfield for the next hour. True or false? <laughs> I reckon the hour part is definitely false, but I um, <laughs> was lucky enough to get get a call from a couple of the boys, including including Paddy, which was fantastic. And uh, yeah, no, nah, it's been very good. Oh, that's nice. So they've obviously made you feel very welcome. I, I know you've been there a very short time, um, but does it feel like does it feel like you're gonna you're gonna be part of this club moving forward? Yeah, and no, they've they've been absolutely fantastic. Like I've sort of been blown away with with the support and and you know how open they are to to joining their club but you know this just feels like I'm on their teammate already and and they um treat treat me very well so yeah very very lucky to be sort of a part of such a great organization with yeah a lot of great people involved sounds fantastic have you had a one-on-one with Chris Scott as yet 
Uh, we had a bit of a chat, yeah, a bit of a catch-up. Um, you know, obviously it was a pretty busy time for him as well, leading into, you know, quite an important game in the context of their season. So, but no, no, Chris was good. Um, we had, yeah, a couple of good chats. So, yeah, looking forward to, to you know, working under him for sure. Like, I, I do love a bit of a laugh with you, Mitchie, but in all seriousness, I, I saw the growth that you took. You came to the Eagles, you were playing in reserves, and then I saw exactly how hard you were working, especially your pre-season We've had multiple players come on here and say it's one of the best pre-seasons that we've ever seen. Um, squatting, what was it, over 200 kilos, running a six-minute 2K. Like, there's a reason you've been drafted, and I know that you've, you've put in a lot of work. So shout-out to any of the young kids listening. Like It's all about the hard work. But now looking forward, what's the goal for the next six months, mate? You've made it on that list. Now what's looking forward for Mitch Hardy? Yeah, I guess initially it's sort of just to, to get in, get involved, and, and you know get the get the respect of, of the teammates there at Geelong and, and you know, all, all of the staff. And, and you know, they've, they've been quite open and honest and they said there's no real ceiling on, on, on where this can go. Like, it's, um, you know, they definitely do see it as a, a, long, a long-term thing and, you know, I'm looking forward to sort of just getting in, getting involved and, and you know, hopefully letting the football um, part take care of itself. And, yeah, the, the obvious goal is to, to stay there, not just for six months, but for, for many years to come, for sure. One, I, I think one thing that's gone in your favour is Geelong actually had a buy in the VFL this week, so they don't play their first game with you involved until Friday night. You take on Frankston at Geelong. Um, how do you think that suits you to at least have a week training with the guys leading into your first game under lights at seven o'clock for on uh, on Friday night? Yeah, definitely. I think you know they're very supportive. They, you know, when I got over there, there was certainly the option early days to potentially play in the VFL on the weekend. But they were sort of pretty quick to sort of catch up with me and say, you know, we want you to sort of just enjoy, you know, this initial couple of days and then really just immerse yourself in in the club and the people and getting to know everyone, and which was fantastic by them and sort of took the pressure off a lot. So, yeah, it was a good couple of days and, you know, got to go and watch the VFL and and watch the AFL. Um, But, yeah, like I said, next week, well, you know, Thursday this week actually and into next week sort of, you know, get a few training runs under the belt and and really get to to know the guys and and the structures and, and, you know, all that sort of stuff moving forward and then, yeah, getting to it on Friday night, which is obviously an exciting game um, against Frankston. So, yeah, really looking forward to, to getting into it, that's for sure. Sorry, mate. Friday the 16th, that is, not this Friday. I've jumped ahead of myself. Not this Friday. Yes, yes. Yeah, Friday, Friday the 16th. Friday, yeah. 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 Uh, this Friday we've got yeah. our reserves team playing, so you've been bumped, Mitchie. <laughs> we'll talk about you next week. So, mate, all the Eagles fans obviously want to continue to support you and follow you and obviously buy all your badges and sell them out as quick as possible. So do we know what number you're going to be wearing? Yeah, yeah, no, I got it uh, pretty much straight away. They were pretty good. The locker was... Sort of all ready to go, and it's uh, number forty-one. So, yeah, a couple of good locker mates around me, and yeah, it should be you know exciting time. Welcome to the forties crew, mate. <laughs> it's it's outstanding, mate. It's great to be a part of it, Rawls. I love it. <laughs> Welcome you with open arms, mate. There we go, number forty-one in the hoops, running around next Friday night uh, against Frankston. Um, who are you staying with there? Have you got your own accommodation or are you shacking up with a couple of blokes before uh, you find your own place? Yeah, um, no, they've just put me up at um, yeah one of the nice sort of apartments there down in Geelong and, um, yeah, just sort of looking into some, some options at the moment. Being sort of mid-year, it's, it's always a bit hard to, 
to find sort of a room with, with people just, you know, being it's sort of, they've all sort of committed to, to places already and, yeah. and roommates. So yeah, like I'll, we'll just work through that and, and take it as it comes. Like we no no real rush and yeah, we'll fi- we'll figure that all out along the way. Unbelievable, mate. And I heard a rumour. So I know you bought a house in Henley as well. So you've done very well there. Nice uh, nice house down there. I've heard <laughs> a rumour you're going to rent that house out to a fellow Eagles teammate. That's risky. Yeah, no. Nah, very been risky. Some, um, been some talk about it. Um, but yeah, sort of happy to put it out there to the open market, you know, see how much we can, we can get it up. But other than that, yeah, I'm happy to, you know, maybe look at one of my, my ex-teammates that, uh, you know, really like um, and would be happy to have in the house. <laughs> Rules are already out pretty quick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what, what about, uh, obviously, it's a, a huge time in your life and you, you've just been drafted and you hopefully play an AFL game before the end, end of the season. But what about away from footy? What do you do to relax and switch off from footy or do you just not switch off from footy? You love it that much. No, certainly, yeah, obviously enjoy my footy. Um, but I love just spending time time with my mates. Like I've, you know, thoroughly enjoyed my time here. We, you know, we play a lot of golf and, you know, enjoy heading down to the wineries and going to the beach and, you know, enjoy enjoy the surfing. Not that I've actually got that much done here in Adelaide uh, since I've been here. But yeah, no, a lot of things outside of footy. I, I love love the chance to get home back to the country um, when I get the chance. Obviously, being from New South Wales, it's sort of quite a long trip and, and don't get to get back there as much as what I would like. But yeah, no, plenty away from the from the footy club that, you know, can keep my mind off, off footy when needed. So it's good. Do you think being from New South Wales and already having made the move to South Australia, do you think moving then to Geelong is going to help you um, avoid like the homesickness that a lot of draftees feel? And I know that being a mature age, you've probably got that drive and want a little bit higher than the younger kids. But do you think, yeah, moving, relocating again is going to help in the long run? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've absolutely loved my time in Adelaide. The last two and a half years have been some of the best times of my life. Um, yeah, but being being away from home is hard, especially when it's somewhere that you can you can really go and switch off. And um, yeah, going back to Ge- to Geelong and and being sort of a bit more accessible to home and and seeing the family, you know, potentially a lot more is is certainly um, appealing. Uh, that's that's for sure. And um, yeah, I think you know also having a bit of experience sort of moving around, being both in Canberra and Adelaide before, it's sort of you know it's a bit easier to to move um, pretty quickly and hopefully settle in a lot quicker than you know potentially might be for you know some young draftees as well. Well, mate, we we don't really want to see you back until you've played probably a couple of hundred AFL games. Uh, then you can come back and finish your career at the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> we hope that you have a Marlin Pickett type six months and uh, just playing a grand final at the end of the year. That'd be awesome. Um, well done, mate. On behalf of all Eagle supporters, uh, we, we wish you all the best and uh, have a great six months there at the Cats. Yeah, no, thanks, Bonds, and, and thanks, Rawls. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I can can come back one day and, and finish the journey. But, yeah, if not, it's um, it's been an absolute pleasure and I've absolutely loved my time at the footy club. All the best, mate, and safe drives back. Awesome. Thanks, mate. See you, Mitch. Mitch Hardy there from uh, the Geelong Footy Club, which sounds great. Look, it's always sad to lose a player, but when you see what's happened to a couple of guys that, that have gone from the Eagles, especially guys like Tyson Tice, Tice yeah. Stengel, who's there and won a premiership, 
Um, we just wish them all the best. Yes, we'd love them in the yellow jumper, but uh, great to see Mitch getting a crack at the big time. Absolutely, and especially for someone. Like, this is the end game for a lot of people. Like Now he's got a full-time job for the next six months to prove himself and yeah. to do something that every kid dreams of. So I, I personally love the mid-year draft. I, hurt, I help, hate that it hurts the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, really proud of Mitch, and I love everything he's done. So, You know what else helps him? they got a few old players on their list that uh, might not be around for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> he was brought to us by Good Life Health Clubs. Good for tightening the belt. Good for life. Start your five-day free trial today. Visit goodlife.com.au. Next on the show, we'll uh, have a look at the results from all the grades and later we'll speak to the boss, Luke Powell. This is Eagles Radio. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. And we believe we had some technical issues at the start of the show, uh, but they weren't the fault of We Make a Difference, who are great partners of the club, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Paul Vines or Rory Lehman with you. Um, we apologise for... Um, Start of the show apparently didn't go to air in the first few minutes, and that was our best three to four minutes of the year, Bonds. Yeah. But if you've missed it, that's okay. You can always go onto the app and download the podcast, the Eagles Radio podcast. Uh, actually, trending worldwide, the podcast. So don't be afraid. It is. Yeah. The numbers are ridiculous, really. Shout out to all the listeners on the podcast. Wherever you are, you are in the one. world, we are literally worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. And if you see me and Bonds in the street, don't be afraid to say hi. We're friendly people. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy. We don't let the fame go to our head. So if you missed any of the Mitch Hardy interview uh, because of our little technical issues, um, you can, as Rory said, just listen to the podcast. Um, after we finish, of course. Yeah. Uh, and wherever you get your good podcast, that's where it'll be. Or like you said, download the app, the SEN app. It's on there. Absolutely. Hey, Best let's app. get on to the results. This is the part that I really want to get into. The this league, is... Eagles, nine goals, eight sixty-two, defeated Port, eight eleven fifty-nine by three points. Uh, Luke Beacon was clearly the best player on the ground. 30 disposals, four tackles. He was excellent. Riley Knight had a good game, especially early. I thought his first half was very good. 29 disposals, nine tackles, four clearances. Um, like the games of Max Litster and who we still got to get on the show. He was busy tonight, but we'll get him in the next few weeks. Uh, Jimmy Tumpus played some nice footy across halfback. Uh, Dan Menzel back into the side. Clutch. Three goals. Iceman. Absolutely. Uh, His last goal is probably worth three by itself. So Beeks has already told me all about every single one of those 30 disposals. Um, he does leave out that a couple of them were kick-ins, but that's okay. They were all very, very good. Um, and Riley Knight, it's just his second efforts for me. I watched the last quarter, you know, ro- rolling it back with a review, and there's one of the stoppages late where they win it, and he's the last to leave the stoppage, yet somehow makes it forward, impacts, smother, tackle, and I think that is incredible for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, his second efforts were unbelievable. And as you said, Tump and Litster moving very, very well themselves, and we can't go past Dan Menzel's three goals in clutch. Without that last goal, I'm not sure what we would have done. Can we talk about probably the biggest stat in the game? Is that uh, you, my friend, had three tackles. Yeah. Congratulations. Unbelievable. That, that's like, like three tackles. You know, it could... It, 
And you know that they've missed the stats the last couple of weeks. So it could have been six for all we know. I was on a mission, just tackling everyone down. Most of the time they had the ball. Sometimes they didn't. But it's all right. I was just going after anyone, mate. That's what we do for the team. Anything for the Eagles. How did you feel uh, your game personally? Because I thought you played all right. Uh, yeah, happy. Yeah. Um, I was playing on a young Young kid Scully? And, yeah, young Scully. And he's, he's pretty roary. I think he's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, he's, he's still got a little bit to learn, but you can see why they've drafted him, Port. He's got great attributes, 203 centimetres, moves well, and they've got a couple of them, Port. I think they've gone quite tall in their drafting of recent years because your Dixon, your Jonas, your yes. Lysets are nearing the end. So they got a lot of tall players. They do. They really do. We were not. Players. With Ryan Bruce out, we were quite small down back. So the likes of Litster stepping up was huge for our team. Uh, and let's talk about the inside 50s as well, 63 to 31. Yeah. And we've won the game. Yep. So I'm not saying the back's carried, <laughs> but the back's carried. <laughs> uh, the, the conditions, very windy. Like one of the windiest days I've seen um, a footy game played in. And the ball was just, it didn't matter how well you could kick the footy, the ball was just grabbed by the wind and yeah. goes short, long, sideways. And that's it. didn't really feel like it after quarter time. I think it went Port's way the first quarter. After that, it didn't feel like it advantaged anyone. Uh, and it felt like the ball was really hard to read. So it was going long. It was carrying. Other times it was dropping short. So it was just really who was on their toes, who's the most alert. Um, and that probably helped us having a shorter team, able to get onto it, get the stoppages, and clear it from there. Just a really good team performance. Uh, I thought um, Nick Moore went to Rowie and tried to shut him out the game. I thought Nick did a reasonably good job. But uh, they, those two are reasonably good friends, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and Moore's obviously a former Eagle, so mm. knows a lot of good sledges. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it. He is quite funny, Maury. Uh, but he's a tackling machine as well. Yes. I think he's top two in the tackles last year and yeah. might be in the top five again this year. So he does. He's a tackling machine. He works hard and, you know, respect to Rowie. I mean, when you're getting tagged as a half forward, no matter where you go, you're obviously doing something right this year. So um, Rowie would be better for it though next week and probably more prepared. Yeah, it was great to be there and call that one for SENSA um, with Mark Ross. It was, uh, yep, great fun to watch the boys get the win there and sort of break Port's heart. They thought they were going to win it and then, no, nah, sorry. There's nothing better. Upstep D Menzel. Uh, reserves um, played Glenelg on the weekend, went down to the base um, by 42 points. Bit of a disappointing result. 7-10-52 to 14-10-94. Bailey Arthur, 20 disposals on five clearances. Daniel Slavajevic, uh, four goals after kicking six the week before. That's why we just call him Slats. <laughs> it's easier than pronouncing his last name, mate. Slavajevic. Uh, yeah, so 10 goals in two weeks. Again, mm. when you, you know, young, talented kid coming through, putting a lot of pressure on selection, which I love. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Glenelg's very hard to beat at the bays. Yeah. Uh, they play that oval very well. And they're also in very good form, both seniors and reserves. So... Uh, they're always going to be tough to beat, but unfortunately, we didn't We didn't really come to play. We got jumped early, um, and I, I actually think they outworked us a little bit, which was disappointing, but back to the drawing board. We play Friday night this week in the reserves. Yes. So, um, we'll head on out there and watch them, and I'm sure the boys will bounce back quite nicely. Under-18s uh, had a, a good win over Glenelg. 13-5-83 defeated Glenelg, 11-7-73, 10-point win. Harry Dodd, 21 disposals. Um I'm going to play basketball against his old man. Uh, Zach Swartz, 21 disposals and a goal. And Tyler Welsh kicked three. So uh, a really good win over the Bays because their junior sides are strong as well. 
Tyler Welsh, I reckon I've had a beer with his old man. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you have. Under-16s had a really good win as well. They won by 64 points over the Bays. Uh, that's 10 goals and a bit in the old man's language. 13-10-88 defeated Glenelg 3-6-24. Brock Jamison, 41 disposals, 9 clearances and 7 tackles. That's a day out. Absolute day out. How do, how do you even get the ball that many times? I'm always... 41 <laughs> disposals. That is season stats for some people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the 16's going all right now. They seem to find their form and a very close competition. So every win becomes important in that under 16s. And Flipper was at it again. Jevon Philippi, um, 29 disposals, six clearances, four tackles and a goal. Yeah, unbelievable. Just keep putting your hand up every week. Hopefully uh, the under 18s will pinch him for a couple of games and then we'll see where that development goes from there. Wheelchair team, unfortunately, went down to Centrals. They had a big win round one, knocking off last year's Premier's Sturt, but they lost to Centrals by seven points, 80 to 87. And they are on Friday night, Rory. I got it wrong Friday last week. Friday night. Friday night. And um, we were going to have uh, Mark from the wheelchair team on last week, and for whatever reason, that didn't work. But we'll, we'll get someone on from the wheelchair team in the next few weeks as well, we promise. Time for the highlight of the week. And, oh, well, there's only one highlight, really. No shot. Here's Scott McCallum, the left boot to the lead of Menzel, who takes the mark inside 50. He's got Ballenden yelling at him, he can, he can kick ignores him, him. Can Dan Menzel kick the 10th? I tell you what, yes. it's not a bad kick. Dan Menzel put the Eagles back in front. Not a bad call. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> I was just saying, what an unbelievable call that is. Uh, that's a highlight of the week for Top Sport on SUNSA. Uh, win, you win some, you lose some. Sorry, you win some, you lose more, Rory. Yes. So be careful when you're gambling. For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Helpline. Uh, sorry, gamblinghelponline.org.au. I, I read it the same. I thought it was Gambling Helpline, but, you yeah. know. Get help no matter what. Helponline.org.au. <laughs> uh, but a great goal from men's. It really was the highlight. Max Beattie kicked a ripper too. Yes, he did. Yeah, the small forwards um, played very well. Uh, but as I said before, Rowie calling it was one of the unbelievable plays. Men's all marked it. You hear in the commentator, Balladon was probably on. Yes. Uh, hard kick into that pocket into the wind. So men's looked at it and Rowie stopped him and said, mate, go back, have a shot. You've got this. And I thought, that's trust. And I love that. He yeah. slotted it straight through the middle. Great to see. Um, we're here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Visit wemakeadifference.com.au. Up next, we're going to speak to the boss, Luke Powell. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. We're into the third quarter on Eagles Radio. Paul Bonzer, Rory Lehman with you for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Ross, What's happening, It's been Bob? a good show so far. It's been unbelievable. We're going okay. We had Mitch Hardy on the show. If you missed that, you have to listen to the podcast. Um, we've gone through results. We've replayed Menz's fantastic bomb from 50. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Not only the weekend, but we've carried the form into this week. It is. Uh, Just keep the momentum rolling. However, we're about to talk to the boss. Uh, he's brought to us by Incredible Smiles. Show off your game day, smile, game day smile with Incredible Smiles. It is the man himself, Luke Powell. 
Welcome to Eagles Radio. Thanks, Bonds. Thanks for me. Thanks, Rory. The nice little stinger there. Yeah, we thought, uh, you know, you're the boss. You're up there with uh, Trump and that sort of blokes. Yeah, hot that power. No, I don't think you're that sort of bloke either. Um, are you happy with where the club sits at the minute? Easy question. Um, oh, look, I think yeah, the last three weeks have been really good. The boys are boys have got themselves back on track. Um, obviously, our, our injury injury list is probably not where we need it to be, but. Um, no, I think after a bit of a hiccup early, I think the Chiefs just got the boys rolling now, and um, they've just got to carry their momentum through and hopefully have a have a good finish to the year. We, um, we we get the advantage of I think having seven or seven or eight games out of nine at home uh, in the second half of the year, so that should put us in good stead, I think. So we've just had Mitch Hardy on air, Pally. Give us your thoughts on Mitch being drafted, but also uh, your mid-year draft and how that affects the club. Yeah, uh, firstly for Mitch, it's it's outstanding. I think you know, I spoke to someone at Geelong. I said, um, said that, you know, they're not only getting a, a good player, but they're, they're getting an outstanding person, an outstanding character. And I think that's what'll hold Mitch really well going into the AFL system. He, um, yeah, he's a guy that come from Canberra, and you know, 18 months ago was playing reserves footy, one of our best and fairest in the reserves, and the way he's dedicated himself to actually uh, have a good year play state footy and then um, it's amazing what you do when you put your head down and you can get noticed and um, yeah for him to get that opportunity it's unbelievable but um, oh, look, from a club's point of view uh, the mid-season uh, we fully support it it's it's great to see any of our players get the opportunity in any of the drafts um, look if there's one stance I think that the AFL have really got to get better at it. Um, the unfortunate part is that Mitch only gets a six-month contract. I think that anyone's going to, that anyone that gets the opportunity to go on a mid-season draft, it should be mandatory that they have an 18-month contract. <clears throat> and I also think the club should be compensated a lot more if instead of getting 10,000 for a mid-season draft day, if we could push that up to around the 35, 40 mark, that'd be really nice. And um, yeah, the the eighteen month contract is the the definite one. I think needs to improve. I think the AFL is so strong on uh, they want to be so strong on welfare, and even the players' association. They you know they they harp on how they look after their players. This is one area where they're letting them down. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question about the ten k and and what you think it should be, but uh, you've already answered that, so we'll move on. And I think <laughs> and I, I agree with you one hundred percent. It's it is a it is a flaw in the system. A lot of people don't like that mid-season draft because it interrupts uh, the club's, I guess, season because you're taking basically one of their best players and you're only getting 10K for it. doesn't seem right. Anyway, um, we'll move on. Uh, busy week for you leading up to this Friday's corporate lunch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm probably uh, I'm probably on the back end of just Andy Hood telling me what to do. <laughs> uh, it's been driven driven so well by Andy, so I'll just be... Um, yeah, putting my hands on anything I can do to help him out. But um, I think it's going to be a terrific day, a terrific lunch um, to have a speaker of the calibre of um, Craig Bellamy and along uh, with the Adelaide Thunderbird CEO and the Port Adelaide uh, Power CEO. I think it's a it's a fantastic panel and there'll be plenty of stuff that goes on during the day. But, um, you know, I encourage anyone to get out there and, Book a table or book book a ticket. Still not too late, but um, no, really looking forward to it. Bonds, I think it's um, yeah, it'd be great, great listening to uh, Craig Bellamy and, 
um, yeah, I think it should be a good day. Yeah, especially lead with, up to a good, good, good win the next, the next day. Yeah, yeah, especially with the state of origin just being here, it'd be great to uh, chat to one of the premier coaches in Australia, really, um, and and have a listen to what he's got to say. John Casey is emceeing the event, uh, so it's yeah. top shelf stuff. So if you haven't got a ticket, you haven't booked a table. Uh, go to the club website or just ring the club uh, tomorrow and uh, book your seat for Friday's lunch because it'll be outstanding. Um, update on the Barry Jarman stand. I'll ask because Rory gets a bit upset about oh. this. He's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still furious. <laughs> the shower poles are going. Yeah, so he's, he's on it already about the shower poles. But um, how close are we to finishing off the Barry Jarman stand? Is it going to happen before the end of the year or is it just uh, uh, we're going to start afresh next year? Look, it'd be nice if we get a few games in by the end of the year. It's just we're in a bit of the unknown at the moment. It's like all uh, construction industry um, scenarios at the moment. Materials are very well backlogged, and uh, what we're waiting for at the moment is structural steel. So once once we get that structural steel, which hopefully is only a couple of weeks away, it'll it'll push push through pretty quickly. the wall line-ins and fit-outs and that can go quite quickly once they're up. Once the frames are up, they're all prefab frames, so it won't take long for it to go up. So hopefully, ideally, it'd be nice to get in sometime early August to get three or four games at the end. But, um, yeah, I I mean, we're trying to be optimistic, but realistically, I think if, if worst-case scenario, we've got to wait till the end of the year and uh, get ready for next year. It'll be a great opening for the first game next year. But... Um, yeah, it's one of those things. I think we've all clubs have gone through it. I think we've had to battle through a few other clubs as well during their renovations, and you've just you just got to grit your teeth sometimes and you know, just go all right. We've just got to keep going and knowing that what's on the end of it. Well, it's frustrating at the moment. It's uh, the the benefits that are going to be later on once it's finished is going to be okay. outstanding for the players and. And Rory will just have to open the door across the road so he can look at someone in the shower. I was going to say, I can't wait to come back in 10 years after I've retired and, and soak up the whole new club rooms. It's got to be great, mate. Yeah, hey, that's right. Surely with your bricklaying business as well and all the players yeah. that are tradies, surely we can fast-track this. Just have a working bee day, a couple of weeks. Boys, everyone's coming in. We're fast-tracking this. Yeah, well, unfortunately, on my contacts now, I don't... I, uh, with structural steel, that that's the issue. So, the structural steel was in, which was meant to be in probably eight weeks ago. <laughs> the build would be done by now. So it's um, yeah, Sorry. it's uh, a battle. You know, people are uh, struggling with you know trying to get a house built, and so sometimes we've just got to understand that we're not that bad off. We've got a lot of people that are just trying to trying to get in the house that have been waiting for twelve to eighteen months. So um, yeah, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll get through it, mate. No, no, I joke, but it will be something pretty special to be a part of when it's uh, when it's up and going. But just on that, you're CEO of a sample club and also running your own business and have a family. How do you balance it, Powley? And just run us through what a what a week looks like in the uh, the life of of Luke Power. Yeah, it's look, it's uh, it can be tough at times and challenging. But um, as I always say to to everyone, I'm I'm the silly person that puts myself in that position. So, um, but uh, look, it's yeah. It's, we get through it. I've got a very, very supportive wife in Lisa who um, who encourages me to keep doing it because it keep, keeps me happy. But um, no, normal normal day is probably yeah up up at sort of six, go around to 
some building sites uh, for um, of my building sites, get to those, take a few phone calls, organise the boys, and then try and get into the footy club at a decent hour and spend a bit of time there. And uh, once the the day's gone there, it's head home. And if I, I I'm generally coaching one of the boys' footy sides. <laughs> uh, coach the under sevens and under elevens in, uh, for the Plimpton Bulldogs. So I sort of look after the boys' footy there and. Um, yeah, get home, spend a bit of time with the kids, uh, go to bed, do a bit of book work before bed and speak to Lisa and reintroduce myself every every night. But um, no, nah, look, it's, it, yeah, it's good it's good uh, good times, Rory. I, I enjoy it. Um, I'm not one of those people that can sit down for too long and sit still, so it sort of keeps my mind ticking over. And I think why I'm able to do it, yeah, why not? But, um, yeah, there'll probably come a time where it's, It'll all get too much and the kids get older and we get get a little bit more demanding. But, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the role at the moment, all both roles. Pally, thanks for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate your time and have a great time on Friday, Friday afternoon or Friday lunchtime, I should say. Again, if people want to buy tickets for the Friday lunch to hear Craig Bellamy at the Eagles Corporate Connect Lunch, um, just ring the club tomorrow or go to the website and book your table. Thanks, Pally. Thanks, Pally. Beautiful. Thanks. Thanks, guys. You're doing an awesome job. Oh, little Don't pat on the it. back there from the from the chief. <laughs> Don't we know it? Do you reckon uh, Pally knew that we were both available to MC the event Friday, or they must have thought we booked out? I reckon. Um, I don't think we're in the same league as the guy doing it. Uh, get your game day. We should have had a little guest spot, though, maybe. We'll discuss that off air. Uh, get your game day smile ready with custom-made mouth guards. Check incrediblesmiles.com.au. After the uh, break, what you've been waiting for, it's Rory's Quiz. Let's go. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Hope you're enjoying your Tuesday nights. You're listening to Eagles Radio with Paul Bonzer and Rory Lehman, and we are here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Visit wemakeadifference.com.au. Rory, the favourite part of the show. Everyone loves it. Thanks to Print Wrap Pack. Customise your bottles and cans. It's time for Rory's Quiz. Let's go. Let's welcome everybody to Planet Pit and some what worldwide music is. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide is exactly right across Australia and the world. Uh, so this week on Rory's Quiz, we did put it out to uh, both social channels, but we've been going for the Facebook answers. So this week I went with Instagram. Good. Yes, we changed it. it. Make it fair. That's exactly right. But the, so the uh, the question was, who is the only current player to play under the last four senior coaches? That's Ron Fuller, Mick Godden, Sam Lonigan, and Jade Sheedy. The answer is, is one of the older guys. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, it was Matthew Goldsworthy, which um, I don't think too many were shocked with. There was a couple of goofs, goofritas thrown out there. And I thought, oh, I know he's still a runner, but technically he's not playing yet. I mean, I'm thinking he might lace him up come the end of the year if injuries keep going. Uh, Luke Thompson was another good guess, but no, he didn't uh, get coached by Fuller. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously Goldsworthy has never left the Eagles. He is just there 24-7 in his machine. Love everything he does. Pride. So the winner this week of the Eagles, or oh, the Rory's quiz with the pride. 
Josh Dutchk. Hopefully I've pronounced that right. And there's a, there's a big chance I didn't. He, uh, he wins the $50 voucher to the Eagles Function Centre that he can use at any home game, which hopefully there's a heap coming up, so hopefully he can make that. Or a Thursday night during the season. Josh, just let us know, mate. We'll come down. We'll share it. As I've said, Rory's quiz will be at the end of the year. You can uh, have a celebration then. It's going to be great. Thanks to Print Wrap Pack. Customise your bottles and cans for any occasion or to sell at your sports club. Search for them on Facebook or Instagram. Time for a quick wrap of the club news. Big screen video bringing spaces to life. This Friday is the Eagles Corporate Connect Business Lunch with guest speaker um, Melbourne State. Melbourne Storm head coach Craig Bellamy. Um, Rory, what have you got for us as far as club news? Hey, ladies, do what you do best and spread the word this year. It's Ladies' Day at the Eagles, Saturday, July 15th at Morn 10 Kia Oval to be held in the Cricket Club at $70 per person. It includes Dasher and Fisher gin drink on arrival, food and drinks package for the duration of the game as the Eagles take on Norwood. Plus, plenty of raffle prizes to be won. And I'm even going to throw myself in there as a raffle prize. You win the raffle, you get to join a $50 voucher with the Eagles uh, Function Centre with Rory on a Thursday night dinner. It's going to be elite. So that's on for Ladies' Day. Yep. You're one of the prizes. Essentially, yes. Right. You see, Watch this. World record numbers will come flooding through. They want 10K at the bait. You've got 20K in the Eagles Function Centre. It'll be unbelievable. Right. Good. You seem thrilled. And uh, redevelopment of the Barry Jarmus Centre, as we heard from the CEO, uh, is underway. You can buy a brick to go on the outside, $250 with your name or your business name for one of those bricks. So get there and do it so Rory can have a shower. Absolutely. You buy it, Lukey Powell will lay it. We heard it here. Absolutely. we just got to get that steel from. We've got to start recruiting players who can put the steel up. That's it. The Club News is brought to us by Big Screen Video, specialists in indoor and outdoor LED screens and signage. I wanted to ask Pally that. With the renovations, yeah. are we getting a new big screen? Surely. There's rumours. Hopefully there's a new big screen. Why not? Just chuck it in there. Hey, well done. Good luck this week. Thank Get another you. win, eh? Saturday, 12.35, Adelaide Oval. Come on down. See the Eagles take on Adelaide. Uh, members can get in as well. So yes. your members' ticket gets you in. So you don't have to buy an AFL ticket to uh, And you can stay in. for the game, yeah. AFL game yeah. after. I'll be there to watch it. Perfect. Because I'm doing the Crows-Eagles game afterwards. That'll be fun. Love that. Crows-Eagles game into Crows-Eagles game. Love it. Bye, everyone. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to another edition of Eagles Radio with me, Paul Bonza, and Eagles Premiership defender, Rory Lehman. For We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Make sure you catch us on 1629 SENSA every Tuesday live from 7pm.